You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is it really that improbable anymore? I mean, everybody goes on the road and blows it. So why are we really surprised? Plus, uh, executive producer Paul Aspen bet on Wisconsin. That kind of locked it in Ooh. given the way things have gone for Paul lately. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Um, kind of locked it in that that might happen. I, I saw Wisconsin up 18, and I said, ah, this is good. I'll turn back to the Knicks game now. And found out later that was not a good idea, as going on the road in college basketball has not been healthy, and there are some big teams going on the road this weekend. Tomorrow, a huge day in college basketball. Three different top 10 on top 10 matchups. A couple other teams who've played really well as of late. Auburn and UConn going on the road as well. we got to bring in somebody who knows what they're talking about. It's time to bring in the man at Card Chronicle on X. He's down there in Louisville where most of the time we would lead off talking about the Cardinals, but we're just going to avoid that. Mike Rutherford joins us. Welcome into BetQL Daily, Mike. And uh, thanks for joining us, making the time to talk about what is a Huge, huge weekend in college hoops. And let me start with not necessarily Wisconsin going on the road and losing last night in overtime and blowing a big lead at Nebraska, but just the continued uh, proliferation of road losses in major conferences where teams, you know, it, it, it almost doesn't even matter anymore, the disparity in talent in some in contests. Um, you, you go on the road, the target is big and it is directly on your forehead. Uh, how do we see this continuing to play out? Not just this weekend, but down the stretch. Well, I feel like we're in sort of like an endless time loop when it comes to this time of the year. The The conversations are, are sort of the same when you say there's no great team in college basketball, right? It's, it's been that thing the last couple of years. And the fact that there does seem to be more parity in the sport, if you want to give transfer portal credit, if you want to give, you know, new recruiting credit, whatever it is, uh, it does seem like the best teams are not immune to anything this time of the year. And it's why I think you have to tip your cap a little bit when teams have quote unquote ugly performances this time of the year, but still find ways to win. Um, I mean, Purdue dead to rights against Northwestern. It looks like they find a way to win in overtime, ugly game, a billion free throws there. They still find a way. Speaking of a billion free throws, UConn against Providence on Wednesday night, uh, kind of a game that's really clunky and hard to watch for long periods of time but they find a way to win. And and I think with what's going on right now, you give even more credit to road upsets. A a team like Florida Wednesday night goes into Lexington. They beat Kentucky uh, firmly on the bubble. And that win alone, if Florida winds up getting into the field of 68, I think you look back and you point to that and say, that's the reason why they're in. But yeah, at this point, I don't want to, you know, you can't throw Paul under the bus. I thought Wisconsin was going to win last <laughs> night. Uh, I thought it was my my best bet of the night. And I, I look up and they're like you, uh, they're up by 
18 points at halftime. I'm thinking they're going to coast to victory. Uh, and then Nebraska and Fred Hoiberg make a gigantic comeback. And that's a huge win for Nebraska, a team that famously is the only power conference team that has never won a game in the NCAA tournament. I'm not saying they're going to break that streak this year, but they got a decent shot. Like I, I think that's a team that absolutely should be at this point in the field of 68 if they can just kind of hold serve for the rest of this month. But you're right. It's, it's that time of the year. It's hard to bet against home teams in big games. And uh, we'll find out this weekend how much the, the, these home teams can take care of business. Uh, amazing how this is set up, Mike. Our first real weekend without football as we are waiting for the Super Bowl next weekend. And you look at this Saturday card, if you haven't uh, dove into college hoops, like what a day to just, just kick back and watch all of these games. Let's go to uh, early on Saturday evening. How about Duke in North Carolina? Ken Palm has this as a five-point game. Uh, you've got uh, the Tar Heels coming off that upset by Georgia Tech the other day. Uh, how do you handicap uh, Duke, North Carolina? Yeah, it's an interesting game because clearly the class of the ACC in Carolina was as hot as any team in college basketball going into this week. Maybe they're looking ahead a little bit. I don't know what happened. Uh, Damon Stoudemire gets a huge win for Georgia Tech. Uh, Stoudemire, by the way, we'll give him some side props here, becoming, I think, just the third first-year head coach in the ACC history to beat both Duke and UNC in that first year. So uh, props to him. Better days ahead for Georgia Tech. But Carolina, really, there was nothing to indicate that that slip-up was coming. They've been rolling, really, not just beating teams in the ACC, but beating them handily. And Duke is kind of starting to turn a corner a little bit right now. Tyrese Proctor is, is the guy who's stepping up and and kind of having that star turn late in the season. Filipowski's been consistent, but maybe not as dominant as we, as we thought he was going to be going into this year. And I think what this game comes, comes down to on, on Saturday, which one of the star guards plays the best? I, I think Baycott and Filipowski can kind of cancel each other down in, in the post a little bit. Can R.J. Davis solidify himself as the ACC player of the year and have a big-time performance, or does Proctor go off? Does Jeremy Roach have one of his random games where he looks like a superstar? Uh, I, I think, look, Duke Carolina, it, it's, we can hate on the rivalry all we want for the amount of attention it gets. It, the first matchup tends to always deliver. You, you, you know, a lot of times it comes right after the Super Bowl or it's early February when people are starting to pay more attention to college basketball. This is the one that a lot of people circle. The game's always fantastic. It's always competitive. I'd expect nothing different on, on Saturday. I give the edge to North Carolina just because they've been the more consistent team throughout this year. Uh, I think Duke's still trying to find itself a little bit, but I think both these teams uh, are poised to have a really good stretch run. I think it starts on, on Saturday night. Another great matchup, which could be a close game and one where you might want to back the home team. Uh, we got number four, Houston, at number eight, Kansas. What do you have your eye on in this one? I got my eye on conspiracy, baby. I mean, if, if you ever have bought into the hype of uh, Kansas getting the friendliest whistle in college basketball, which I absolutely have. Big 12 fans have been complaining about this for years. Non-conference fans have been complaining about this for years. If there's ever a time to buy into the conspiracy, it's right now. Because there's never been more, you know, the, the Big 12 doesn't want the new guy coming in and just rolling to a conference championship. And you're probably going to get a low point spread here because the metrics love Houston. They're, they're the darling of the net right now. The number one net team in the country. Ken Palm has loved them all season long. They've got seven quad one wins. It's the most of any team in the country. So you're probably going to get a nice number for this game. Uh, if, in fact, the officials have it out for whoever comes into Fog Allen, they will have it out for Houston on Saturday. And even if they don't, as long as Kevin McCuller can play in this game, Hunter Dickinson is going to do his thing. 
I, I think Dickinson is a guy who's really embraced his role, his given role as college basketball villain. And now is the time for him to really <laughs> amplify it, to really play it up. Like he's going to start doing the thing where he wants to be talked about nationally. Uh, I expect him to have a big game on Saturday. I, I know Kansas, the, the injury concerns are a little bit here and there. Um, I, I think this is a spot where they're going to step up to the challenge. They've been a little bit disappointing in terms of being a lot of people's preseason favorite to win the national title. I, I love Houston long-term. I, I think they're absolutely the real deal, but this will very much be a welcome to the big 12 type moment. I, I think, Funky stuff happens, and Kansas winds up winning this game by whatever the number is. Mike Rutherford with us here at BetQL Daily, talking college hoops, the Mike Rutherford Show every single day. Find him on X and social media at Card Chronicle. Is Kentucky, are they in danger here, Mike? Like the, the Florida loss isn't a bad one. It's not a terrible one, I don't think, even if it is at home. Um, but South Carolina, the week before that, A&M a couple weeks before that, is this indicative of a Kentucky team that's not truly a top 10 outfit, or is this just them kind of going through the motions in the dog days of the season? No, I, I think it's absolutely concerning. They've been a team that I've been a little bit hesitant to jump on the bandwagon of this entire season, uh, not just because I do side with, with Louisville down here, but it, they don't play defense. And at some point, that's got to change. Every defensive metric, you know, people will start doing the thing this time of the year where every national champion has has ranked in this and adjusted defensive efficiency. They've ranked in this category when it comes to stop rate. Uh, and Kentucky is out, outside of the top 80 in basically every major national defensive statistic. They just don't play great defense. Now, it's gotten a little bit better in recent weeks. I, you know, they, they played a good game defensively against an Arkansas team that's in shambles last weekend. But if you watch that Florida game, there's a – a lack of an adjustment. I mean, Florida's living and dying with the three, and they're not alert off the ball. Reed Shepard's a great player, but watch that last sequence of regulation. He just falls asleep. They're up by three with five seconds to go. You know Florida's going to play for the tie, and he's off the ball, and he's just he's kind of on Mars. And Walter Clayton Jr. makes a great play and knocks down a three, but that's kind of indicative of who they've been this entire season. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I will say with the Florida, with regards to the Florida loss, they didn't have DJ Wagner, who has been kind of a feast or famine freshman. When he's good, he's really, really good. When he's bad, he's not great. They're also playing without Justin Edwards right now, who's been um, a pretty big disappointment for them. I don't, I don't think that playing without him really hurts them. They've got to shore up their 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 inside defensive presence. Hugo, uh, the, the big guy, has been a solid rim protector. He actually played really well in that Florida game. Aaron Bradshaw, the freshman big man, has been good offensively but not great defensively. He's a liability on that side. That's something they have to get figured out over the next month. Who's the, the big man that they're going to ride in this NCAA tournament? Because, look, they can score with anybody, but they do not defend well enough right now to win a national title. They could go to a Final Four. Uh, the bracket can open up. They can get the right draw. They can get hot. But right now, I don't think that they're a realistic national title contender at all. What about uh, Iowa State and Baylor? Uh, Ken Palm makes this uh, Baylor a, a three-point game. You know, they've got a few uh, – the Bears have a few conference losses, but – Overtime games in there, a couple of them. So maybe you give them the benefit of the doubt. And then that Iowa State defense. What do you think about this game? Yeah, Iowa State, I think, is starting to get a lot of national attention now, finally. They're coming off big back-to-back wins over Kansas and Kansas State. Uh, Keyshawn Gilbert, the UNLV transfer, has been incredible the last two weeks. I think people are also starting to, uh, first of all, figure out how to pronounce T.J. Otzelberger's last name, but also just kind of give him the credit (laughs) for taking over. I mean, Iowa State – before Otzelberger got there three years ago, they won two games. They were 2-22 and 22 before he takes over that program. He snaps his finger. He makes a couple of additions in the transfer portal. They go to the Sweet 16 in his first year. They bounce back last year. They're the number a number six seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, and now here they are, a lot of people talking about them as a legitimate threat to be a top three seed in the NCAA tournament. But games like this against a Baylor team that's been good but not great, I think you circle these and, and they're nice litmus tests for just how real they are in terms of being a team that could potentially play their way to deep into the second week and go to a regional final. They're also right there in the mix, kind of below the radar for a Big 12 regular season title. Uh, everyone's talking about Kansas and Houston this weekend, You know, the, the old guard versus the new guard, who can get it done. Iowa State just kind of sitting there waiting to pounce. They've been very, very good. Um, we talk about not trusting road teams in big spots. Iowa State has been fantastic at home. They've been pretty good on the road. Baylor's been a little bit up and down at Waco. Uh, I actually like Iowa State to kind of turn even more heads this weekend and get the job done uh, and deal Baylor what would be a pretty big, pretty devastating home loss. I want to skip ahead to Sunday. Purdue, the favorites to win the national championship at Wisconsin. They just barely survived that game against Northwestern. What are you expecting in that one? Well, you know, you know, everyone kind of giving Purdue the old school Gonzaga treatment, talking about, I'll believe it when I see it in March. I'll believe it when I see it in March. And I get it. Like, you, you know, we had doubts about this team last year and, and they get beat by Fairleigh Dickinson in the very first round. I will say, historically, there has never been a one seed that's lost to a 16 seed and not won the national title the next year. So all the Purdue doubters <laughs> out there, there's, wow. there's precedent. There's precedent trend. to believe that they can get it done. Call it a trend. And, and win six <laughs> games in three weeks. Track the trends, folks. It tracks. But, uh, I mean, Purdue right now, I, I think that nobody's going to fully buy into them until they see it do it, see them do it in March, and I understand that. But Braden Smith has been playing like a man possessed recently. I would also say, you know, if, if you want to look for a reason why they're different right now, if you went and watched that Northwestern game, 
they went out and they got Lance Jones from Southern Illinois, who kind of is one of those more athletic guys who, you know, the Fairleigh Dickinson game, all they did was, was, was pack the defense in, hack Zach Eady, trust the officials not to call it, and, and then force anybody else on Purdue to beat them. And Purdue's guards just could not take advantage. I think Lance Jones, if they're in that type of situation in the first weekend this year, can take over a game. He's that type of scorer. He's that type of athlete. I think going out and getting him was a huge acquisition for Matt Painter and company. I do think they're different than they were a year ago. I do think the metrics that believe in them are not just you know, you know crazy to do so. Uh, I, I'm a little bit hesitant to take them as a as a team that I think is going to win the national title, but uh, like certainly. I, I certainly think all of the, well, they're just going to blow it again this year. Talk is, is a little bit overblown right now. They're very good. And I think they'll show it this weekend uh, on Sunday against Wisconsin, who's, who's a little bit wounded after last night's game now. Mike Rutherford, check him out. Card Chronicle is his handle on social media. He's down in Louisville doing the Mike Rutherford show every single day. And definitely someone you want to listen to when it comes to this time of year for college hoops. And it is a big weekend for college hoops. Mike, thanks so much for the time today, man. Enjoy the weekend. You too. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Great stuff from Mike Rutherford. Uh, number one, uh, going on the road, too. We did, we kind of ran out of time, but uh, UConn only beat St. John's by four at home. Now, that was during Donovan Klingon's absence, I believe. But still, and they've learned how to play without him. But that's something to keep an eye on. That's an early game, a noon tip tomorrow. One that I'll have an eye on with my UConn National Championship future burning a hole in my pocket. Just waiting, waiting, waiting for when the game's ramp up and we're what i think just six and a half weeks away six weeks away from the tournament now alongside joe ostrowski and aaron hawksworth i'm chris mack this is betql daily presented by bet mgm be sure to take us with you today and all weekend on your odyssey app a-u-d-a-c-y in 20 minutes passing props quarterback props we dive back in to super bowl 58 but coming up next we go off the board right here on betql daily